Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick. I'm your host. And today we're going to talk about choosing the right word. If you're new to the podcast, really happy to have you. And if you've been here before, really glad to have you back. As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less. And I've also written a book called Noise, Living and Leading When Nobody Can Focus. I started a business called The Brief Lab, where we teach professionals how to become clear and concise communicators, how to stand out. So today we're going to talk about word choice. And this is something that it's easy to get wrong. And when you get it right, it could make you really clear and really understood. The art, really, we're t- the art and science, really, we're talking about is how to become clear and concise. So how to say more by saying less. And word choice sometimes can mess people up. What do I mean? The, in, the, in the thinking of the right word, sometimes we can get caught into um, just picking the wrong word. Right? It's, not, it's not an adequate word. It's not appropriate. It doesn't work for us. And I'm reminded of a funny story back when I was in uh, college. So... I went on a date and uh, I met this girl and everything was fine. The date was great. It was going along fine. We had dinner and I was an English literature major and a journalist in college. So words kind of mattered to me. And I always liked the fact that having a decent vocabulary was, was important and to me and obviously in other people. And we're in the middle of the conversation and right in the middle of the conversation, she says, supposedly with a B like in boy supposedly. And clearly, if you know the difference, there's a D, not a B, and supposedly. So it's supposedly. And she said it, and I'm like, I thought maybe she said it wrong and and uh, said it again. And I just couldn't stop hearing it. That was the first and last date. I'm like, I can't. This isn't going to work for me. I didn't want to go any further. And I went back and I told my brother about this, and he laughed. He thought it was funny. And then apparently years later, Seinfeld did an episode about this. I think my incident happened before his episode. I don't know if it did or it didn't, but it was pretty funny. It was kind of the supposedly date, and it was the wrong word choice. It was, in this case, the word didn't even exist. <laughs> so today I'm not going to talk about that. Clearly people do that. They just get the wrong word. They make up words. And I'm talking about the need to be precise. All right? when, you, when you're trying to be clear and concise, there's times when we need to be precise. And I want to give you a couple of examples just to kind of understand what I'm talking about. So in our courses, one of the things we talk to people about is how to speak in a headline, how to say, what are you talking about right out first, right? So I spent a lot of my time training people in the military. And one of the examples I give frequently is if you go on a training trip and you come back and somebody says, how was your trip? I ask, like your instinct, what's your instinct, how to answer that question? And people unanimously say, good. It's good. And then I stop and I say, good's not a headline. Now, I continue to say, well, it's not because I don't want you to say that the trip was you know, good, because if it was good, it's good. But ask yourself, if it were something other than good, if it was amazing, don't say good, because good isn't amazing. Or if it was bad and you actually said good, then that's not you're not being precise. So in the in the exercise, we talk about good's not a headline, and I'm and I, and I, I we joke, it's funny, that you can say good after you take in the course. It's not like you can't say, how was your weekend? Good. You, I mean, there's, it's, it's perfectly appropriate to say good. But there's moments where it's not precise. It's not the answer to the question. Good. So recently, I was um, 
thinking about this topic and doing a podcast on it. And I hear this term used over and over again. And I'm, it's a very powerful term and it's around culture. And when you hear about bad culture, people automatically default to using the term, it's a toxic culture. And it's, the, it's a default word. So if your culture is bad, it's immediately toxic. And it just started me thinking like there has to be degrees of bad culture. Like I have a bad culture. It's a really bad culture. It's, it's demoralizing. But to say that all bad culture is a toxic culture doesn't seem to me be, to be precise. Not every culture is toxic, right? I mean, if you think of the word toxic, it kills you. Now, if it in fact kills you, then toxic is the right word. But if it's something, if it's not healthy or if it's, if it's not ideal or if it doesn't suit you or whatever, and it's, but it's not going to kill you, then saying it's toxic would be inappropriate or imprecise. So just thinking of that word, the default to that word, in the same way that a person says, hey, my, my trip was good, the culture is bad, oh, it's toxic, is, it's, 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 it stops being clear. It's concise, but it's not clear because it's not precise. So how do you get better at this? You have to know that there's sort of there's a split in the road when it comes to picking words. One, if you go left, you take one direction. I'm not even going to say left or right because people have political inclinations. If you go one direction, let's call it direction A, I call that the wordsmithing direction. So imagine there's a fork in the road and left is wordsmithing. So you just you're just haggling over words. Should I say optimize or streamline? And oftentimes it's like it doesn't matter right? In this coworker of mine, Steve, he calls it happy to glad. It's, it's, it's so minor that it doesn't really matter. In, in those instances, when you take that turn, you're picking words that really don't make that big of a difference, okay? If, if, you're, if you're in that mode, actually changing the word around could be, could be healthy. It could be beneficial. So, so getting caught into the wordsmithing moment can stall you. Right? So you're not trying to be precise. You're splitting hairs. You're, you're making distinctions where there isn't a distinction. Um, in, in that case, I, I really highly recommend that you avoid that. And one trick, and this has been on the podcast before, is to say, in other words, and you let yourself paraphrase it. So in other words, and then you just give a different turn of phrase, which is similar in the same area, and it allows you a flexibility of turning different phrases that basically are saying the same thing. Okay. And throughout this podcast, I'll be referring to um, previous episodes and, and, and things. And I'm happy to say, I should have said this at the beginning, that we have uploaded in our tools section, if you go to thebrieflab.com and the resources section, I think it's at thebrieflab.com slash tools, you'll see a PDF of each of the first three seasons of Just Saying. So it's a really nice way to print that out and you can have a scan of 100 plus episodes. Um, and at a quick glance, you can see that season summary right there. So there, there are, there are episodes that have talked about, you know, how to, how to rephrase things um, to get your point across. So you're going down this road and one turn is the wordsmithing turn, right? So it goes on a fork and road. Don't go down that road. Okay. It's a happy to glad road. It doesn't make that much of a difference. It takes in a tremendous amount of energy and you have almost nothing in return. Okay. So it doesn't, it doesn't give you any benefit. You'll see this when you've done mission statements and vision statements where it's not about being precise anymore. It's literally just, it's, it's a maddening exercise, right? So don't go down that road. 
there is another road though, you could down, and which is, is there an important distinction that we need to make and does the word really matter? Okay, um, I'll give you an example. If we say, hey, we have an important initiative, initiative or an important program to do, that's different than saying it's critical. Okay, so if I'm not using those terms synonymous because critical is it's absolutely essential. Like if we don't do it, it is it is absolutely essential. It's critical. It's mission critical. You can see the distinction between like if I said it's important, it's not going to convey the fact that it's critical. If you can make a distinction in words where you really understand the difference, then making that distinction makes it clearer, right? If the culture isn't in fact toxic, but it's really unhealthy, well, don't call it toxic. Say it's really unhealthy. It's not going to kill you, but it's not going to make you happy. Toxic kills you. And I'm not, again, talking about if there aren't toxic cultures. There certainly are, and there's many of them, right? But there's other cultures that are really bad, but they won't kill you, right? If you work there and you work in that culture, it's not going to be the end of your life. Okay, so that's the, that's the, the metaphor I want to share with you is um, – you're going down this path. Don't go down the road of wordsmithing because there's really no distinction. Right? You're, you're, you can use words synonymously. But I really – in there, there are moments where you really need to make a distinction in, go, in, in buying – having a good dictionary, a good um, thesaurus will help you really understand the differences between words so that that clear distinction will be something that helps you make the point and strike it even better than you could before. Okay, so that's the point of the podcast. Sometimes the, the right word, like laughing supposedly, way beyond that. Um, and we joke in our class when we ask people like, hey, what's that guy like? And he's a really awesome dude. And I'm like, hey, but that doesn't really tell me anything. And they're like, it does. But it, I'm like, but well, it, one thing means many things to many people or she's, she's a great lady. The, if we need to make a distinction, make it. Okay. And that's really the, the, the point of the podcast is sometimes it's the wrong word. When you really need the right word, find the right word. It'll, it'll help you, right? In essence, if you want to just boil it down, um, know when you need to split hairs, and if not, you're splitting hairs. Just saying. For more information on our books, tools, workshops, webinars, and keynotes, please visit thebrieflab.com. T-H-E-B-R-I-E-F-L-A-B.com.